when does he get it? He doesn't. Why not? Because he broke the rules. What rules? We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie? Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong. You lose a contract signed by him. You get washed. You get sterilized. You get nothing. Good day. You lose. Wrong, sir, wrong. Hello, hello again from the uncomfortable confines of my own dining room. This is Craig, and welcome to another episode of Aged and Confused. Uh, I have on the phone with me my brother from another mother, uh, different sperm, but totally shared uh, the uterus together, and, and one of those, actually both of those are a lie. How are you, Jimmy? I almost ate you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> you were the lesser sperm. Use my power of self-restraint. Um, <laughs> I am well, and uh, welcome everybody from the uh, persistent yoga pant wearing capital of the Midwest. Ah, and it's maybe continuing, the huh? world. Uh-oh. Maybe the world, Chicago. Still digging the uh, the yoga pants. Yeah, I hope were, that's were not they too were they good yoga pants or bad yoga pants that you're seeing? Oh, there's. Uh, listen, I'm an equal opportunity. Um, <laughs> yeah, you appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking either way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it's quite distracting when you're on your bike too. So you have to like, all right, focus, focus, James, focus. <laughs> uh, but uh, doing well. It's uh, still. Um, you know, it's cold and it's just gonna get colder. And uh, but we're coming into the holidays, so I'm kind of excited about that. You know, it, it wasn't too bad here actually. I think what what made it okay was there was no wind, so I got the. Right. I'm sorry, that's my uh, my dog with separation anxiety crying at me because I'm not you know literally right next okay. to him. So at some point <laughs> right. I may have to get up and shuffle him over so we don't have a whining dog throughout the entire show. Uh, in fact, oh, let like me just do that a, now. We have a we have a pet. We have a dog uh, yes. on the on the, on the podcast. That's All cool. right, uh, so folks, just hold on for three seconds. Let me get him up over to the area. Just hold on. Don't stop recording, James. I'll be right back. Yeah, uh, we're oh, probably going to be talking about a few things uh, tonight. Uh, we've got some holiday topics, some things that we left out um, on the last podcast that we want to uh, sort of button up. Um, I think that the the intro and the last, um, especially like the bad porn names, is something that uh, we. Uh, okay, okay I'm back. Uh, okay, I, I was just uh, filling in the listeners on some things that we might gaps. be talking about tonight. Um, so. Yeah, no, uh, Grizz, uh, short for Grizzly, is in Grizzly Bear, my 115 pound rot German Shepherd mix. Uh, he loves Guys. me. I love him too, but he uh, he's very vocal when I'm not close enough to him. So it's adorable, but it can drive you nuts. He's never gonna die. Right? God, don't let's let's not start up that. <laughs> no, I mean the, the guy. You know, he he went through some um, some health issues not too long ago, and and came out the other end uh, uh, nice and shiny. So right, uh, right. You know, once once I started feeding him or, you know, steak, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so we've got a few different uh, topics here. I guess James is already touching on a few of them. Um, what do you want to get the ball rolling with, good sir? Well, we really didn't talk about um, the holidays or Thanksgiving and all that stuff, which is, you know, all the stuff that kind of surrounded 
the 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 date of the last podcast. Um, okay. Uh, my my Thanksgiving was fairly uneventful. I don't foresee doing anything much or huge for Christmas, but I was curious about. I mean, you have a family, and yeah, you have family. You're welcome the at the house here. Like I thrown that offer out before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'd love to if I wasn't on, you know, financial lockdown. But right. Um. Yeah. So that'd be great. But I'm I'm interested in in hearing what because you, you have you just a, have you to have stay a... dressed up as a giant elf the entire time. I hope that's not an inconvenience to you. And <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna sit me on the shelf, you know. That, um, well, no, that that's just for my kinks, actually. That's not even for my dog. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm on the naughty uh, list. How dare you? <laughs> um, but you have, a, you have a small child, and, and I'm, uh, you know, I've, of course, we've all been through Christmas as a young, uh, a young child uh, uh, growing so different, up. man. What, I, what, I hope I'm providing decent memories for her. I'm I'm kind of worried about that actually because I my brain yeah. rewinds to the all the stops that were getting pulled out whenever I was a kid by my parents. Well, and that's like, what I was gonna ask oh, you. I'm falling like, so short, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I have stories for days for that kind of thing, but I do have something specific to ask: is okay. um, what age you figured out that Santa was not real and it was actually your parents, or did they did they try to? Uh, pulled the wool over your eyes. Well, you know, they did for a while, and then I uh, got to an age where my friends said, well, you know Santa isn't real, right? And I immediately told them, well, no, you're wrong. So I went home and asked my parents, <laughs> and so they told me the truth, and I just started bawling. It was like... Oh, no. It wasn't like, okay, I understand more now. It was like he had literally been... They may have well just like drug his his uh bleeding carcass up onto the lawn kind of thing. Oh, no. And I I oh, still gosh. I still remember like my mom was on the phone with probably one of her sisters or something like that, and she goes, "Yeah, uh, yeah, we we just told Craig the Santa isn't real," and you just you know I'm sure they heard me wailing in the background there. Not not a good look. Um, <laughs> I. Jeez, I I don't have it planned, man. I I kind of want her to figure it out on her own. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best way to do it. Because you Cause know, at kids that are point, pretty smart. Point of yeah, a point of discovery. Uh, I think at that that age, she'll be smart enough to like. Okay, they're just they're trying to be nice and uh, go along with the. Uh, the culture and and whatnot and like, <clears throat> I mean I I don't know how it is in South America, um, but at least here that's one ritual that we have that pretty much I mean what percentage of of families in the U S believe or reenact the the Santa ritual every year, you know I mean that have kids. I'd say it's probably in the high 80s. Yeah, least. it's pretty pretty strong, man. Uh, and in, I mean, unless you're in a cult or some kind of, you know, PETA, I don't know, whatever. Just <laughs> PETA. Crazy. Think about if the reindeer. Into that, My like God, you're... think about the reindeer. You need the truth in your head. No, you oh, know, think about a PETA constant... slanted interpretation 
of the, of the Saint Nick myth. You know, like he's just like Ooh. whipping them with the straps, and they're just focusing on the sheer animal animal cruelty. And and then they had them in inhumane <laughs> conditions. It was so freezing up there. And so the, this like a uh, hippie granola elk. couple's kid like grows up thinking that Santa is just an unbelievable bastard. It's that would be interesting <laughs> to see. <laughs> Yeah, any other way, Santa is Satan and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, <laughs> what, whatever, man. Let's just let let people be. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't agree with lying to your to your kids, but um, I don't think you have to lie to your kids. You know, and I'm I'm using air quotes here. Lie to your kids um, to keep some kind of like dream and some kind of mystique and mis- you know, mystery and kind of fun, um, about it, because that's kind of what the holiday is kind of about. Um, and my mom would kill me if she heard me say that, cause she <laughs> definitely thinks it's about a manger and a, a crazy little, uh, a crib and a, and a shack in Jerusalem or Bethlehem. Sorry. And I've already <laughs> forgotten the story. Uh, and you know, all these strangers coming in, creepy strangers bringing gifts you know, and, and things and like that. And that gets so. to another point. If you change Santa's clothes, if he shows up in all black and a ski mask, suddenly the tone changes dramatically, <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, fuck, I heard something on the roof. <laughs> right? Let me <laughs> open up, motherfucker. He's coming through the front door. <laughs> Oh god. Remember, we have to leave a fifth of Jack for Santa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey man, Jack Daniels and chocolate chip cookies actually go really well together. Yeah, um, but you know, I should try that actually. I don't it. think I've I don't think I've tried that yet. <clears throat> um, you got to try it. But yeah, speaking of speaking of drinking, I I was reminded of a phrase that James had uh, that he he's said more than once, and the the phrase is "dude maintain," and the general <laughs> idea is, look, no matter what your vice is, whether it's alcohol, I did not come up with this by the way, but yes, I'm just okay. repeating it. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. uh, I'm I'm glad we established the proper copyright notice. Um, so whether it's alcohol, whether it's fucking, whether you know whatever, just just maintain your shit. And don't don't let it go in the wrong direction, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I I've got. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, well, people, I, here's okay. As a bartender or someone in the industry, um, I found that, and in, in my own experience, and maybe you can speak to this as well. Um, people drink to the capacity in which they think they need to be. But to be charming yet. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh I'm not buzzed enough, so I need more alcohol. But you uh-huh. just did a shot of Jaeger and and butt funneled a beer. <laughs> so you and you're not You totally it grabbed that out of my sudden. brain. I was thinking of butt chugging and you just you said it. That's amazing. <laughs> well, that's why we're best friends, man. <laughs> That's why we're such good friends. Anyway, uh, no, I see it all the time, and I have to refuse people on a weekly basis just saying, hey, um, it's not the dude maintained, but it's like the, the, the server or bartender version of that. Right. Um, like, yeah, I'll, I'll totally get that for you. I just have a, a couple other drinks to make, 
and I'll get right back on that. Ah, interesting tactic. So y- and I will y- literally make some fake cocktails. Like I'm just like shaking water no and shit. No shit. Like, yeah, if they're if they're just right to in my burn face, another 15, 20 minutes kind of thing. Precisely. Um, huh. They'll get up and go to the bathroom. Try to you know, just getting off the bar stool is is enough for some of them to realize that they've had pretty much capacity and i would love for them to buy another 13 dollar cocktail i would love to make them another cocktail um but they're gonna stumble out or or throw up on the floor or something like that and that's that's just irresponsible on my part um it's definitely irresponsible on their part but uh, in this case they are the one that is partially incapacitated and I have to shepherd them through this experience <laughs> and make sure that they leave the bar safe. And especially if they're, uh, they're not, they're, they're definitely not driving. And, and most right. people don't, uh, that come to the bar aren't driving anyway, cause it's fucking Chicago and it's Lincoln park. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, so, I got my yeah, rickshaw so. outside, man. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it only takes that that one extra. I mean, it's so funny. Last night, um, Saturday night, we're open till five. It's ridiculously late, and there, you know, there was a couple there, and they both ordered like I don't know, like a Negroni and a Manhattan, which are very boozy cocktails. It's booze, like it's very boozy. Okay. Um, there, there's not a lot of like, there's not juice and sugar involved oh wow it's it's no jews in your bar huh i see how it is yeah so um you know i hesitantly made it for them and they probably took a sip uh for the next 15 minutes realized that they were shitty and they were they're kind of half masked (laughs) you know they're looking at your chin instead of looking at your eyes when they're talking to you Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And so, you know, kind of bullet dodged there. Uh, But they realized that they were were kind of shitty. But I still got 26 bucks out of them. There you go. Um, Well, so the two stories that I have that happened recently. So was traveling for work over to the UK, uh, heading to London. And I uh, was in the plane and um, the flight was proceeding and I, I get up and stretch my legs um, and wander around because you can get really f- fucked up long term health wise if you just sit on your ass and your, your job involves a lot of travel. Right. So anyway, that has me in the back of the plane, kind of close to the galley where the flight attendants chat and, and congregate sure. there. So I, I overhear right. a lot of conversations. So at that point, I become aware that they apparently have what they're calling an, you know, a, a, an unruly passenger. Ooh. And so this guy had had a few, reeked of alcohol, and I'm hearing this all unfold ahead of me. And uh, he apparently, like, one flight attendant had wandered back and was whistling or something, so she had her lips kind of uh, pursed, and he kind of looked over, didn't lean very close to her, but leaned in her direction with his lips out too. Um, and and she's like, well, that, that was kind of weird, you know, but she wasn't offended by it. But uh, <clears throat> this guy also apparently, like there was a girl originally sitting next to him 
and he uh, he kind he kind of kissed his hand and put it out on the armrest in between them, looking at her, wanting her to touch his hand. Is a weird gesture, and I guess this younger girl felt awkward and pressured what? enough to where she just kind of reached over, touched touched his hand, and then brought her hand back, and later approached one of the flight attendants uh, to get moved. And a uh, flight attendant came over and <clears throat> kind of said to him, hey, you know, maybe maybe back off with, uh, you know, some of the gestures like that. And he told her to fuck off. So <laughs> that that flight attendant, she immediately had it out for him. And this is this is a funny phenomenon that I've seen more than once in the flying community, uh, especially some of these older women that have been flight attendants for a long time and my best way to explain it james this is my best theory at least is that they're at an advanced stage of life and their job you know they'll tell you it's to maintain safety and stuff like that which is true but yes but they their (laughs) typical activity and let's just say it is to give people drinks and food. Yep. You know, get them an extra blanket. I mean, it's kind of being like a waitress in the sky or a waiter oh, in yeah. the sky. It's 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 hospitality. No, uh, shape it any way you want. Right. It is service and hospitality for sure. So my my theory with that is that that doesn't seem particularly glamorous nor powerful to some of them. So some of them, whenever they see the opportunity to flex or show power, decide to do so. So immediately that, that flight attendant that, uh, that he told the fuck off. Well, she's kind of rallying the troops talking about, well, you know, I don't know if this guy should be on this airplane. And she starts calling forward to uh, whoa, that's a lot of noise. You all right? Uh, sorry, I sneezed and. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, so she starts contacting. I assume to be the cockpit, getting them in on the story. Oh, um, God. and j- just out of curiosity, I wander. You know, because I I hear where they're saying that the guy is. I wander up. This guy is old, old as dirt, James. Uh, he looked like he was in his upper 70s lower 80s um skin has just fallen off of him like he's maybe 155 tops uh he's got long you know gray hair pulled into a ponytail and he's he's got a cap on and and he just um you know he wasn't wasn't acting unruly whenever i walked by him at least uh and he's just kind of laying out alternately laying out and and relaxing in what is now his complete row because the flight attendants moved the girl that he made uncomfortable away from him so i come back to my spot where i'm posted up in the back and i'm just continuing to watch and listen to this unfold um you know to london depending on the wind you're usually looking at around six hours between six and seven all right all right so sometimes a little bit less than that if you're lucky so anyway, like I said, they've contacted the cockpit. One of the pilots comes back, and I see him have a stern conversation with this guy. 
And then he walks off. We have better shit to do. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and um, and another passenger, like, he comes back, and I hear him explain to the flight attendants, well, you know, um, you know, I don't know if you guys are aware, but this guy, you know, he tried to get the girl to touch his hand, and she didn't see, seem comfortable with it. And so I, I told him, I said, yo, mate, you know, he was British. He goes, yo, mate, you know, that's, that's not cool. You shouldn't do that. And he told me to fuck off. And at that point, the scorned flight attendant from earlier on in the flight who was hearing this. Scorned. Oh, God. She immediately seized onto that, and she said, oh, so he's still doing it. And she calls up to the to the cockpit again, makes her case. Fuck. And she says, yeah, he's still doing it, which was probably not the case. Because if this guy talked to the, you know, Rip Van Winkle, uh, after the first <laughs> time he had put out creepy hands towards the girl, then that was towards the beginning of the incident. This was a good, like, 30, 45 minutes later. Yeah. And through overhearing the conversations, apparently the pilot had told him, hey, you know, you need to knock off any kind of combative behavior. Otherwise, there are going to be problems. going to kick you off the plane. Well, the scorned flight attendant... Hard to do over the Atlantic, but yeah. Well, the, the scorned flight attendant calls up, paints the picture like the, the old codge is up to it again just now, doesn't put, it into, doesn't put this new information into context, uh, and so the pilots decide that they're going to remove him from the plane, which entails turning around while we're over the Atlantic Ocean, going back to Jesus New York. Christ. Gotta be kidding. Kicking him off in JFK, where he was taken away by Port Authority police. And then turning back and and going back to London. All right, so take take my shitty night out of the equation here, because suddenly... A six-hour flight back turned up, into back up. this. This actually happened. Yes, this happened. Oh, I thought you were talking about a scenario. I, this they is, made wow, the announcement. That's... They turned around the plane while we were over the Atlantic. They took him back to New York. They booted him off the plane. Cops took him away. And then they're going back over to London. So never mind the fact that they suddenly turned my six-hour trip into a fifteen-hour trip, which sucked enough as it is. But the thing is, is that. This old guy, he was not being combative at all the entire time that I was looking at him. And in <laughs> fact, he was oblivious to the, even after they made the announcement that, hey, you know, we're going to have to remove uh, an unruly passenger, so we're turning back. You could tell he had no clue that it was him that was getting removed from the plane. And he was actually getting up and handing candy canes to other passengers, James. He came back in the rear of the plane and uh, he started trying to talk to me. And I mean, he was a little bit incoherent because, yeah, he had had too much to drink. That was clear. Uh, probably shouldn't have been let on the plane to begin with by the gate agent. But he uh, he's yeah. talking about, yeah, you know, I'm just wanting to go see my daughter. Uh, haven't seen her in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for all I know, this was like the guy's last trip kind of thing. Yeah. And and heard the crew mentioning that yeah you know um he's probably gonna go to jail for this what the fuck is this yeah because the because the 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 laws whenever you 
whenever you kind of disrupt crew operations on a plane are pretty harsh. So if they choose to pursue them. I would would put forward that um, she was uh, part of the... uh, uh, Yeah, but he's got no way of proving that. He's probably not even going to remember how the night went. But she's the one interrupting shit. She needs a reason to have like a will to power here. She need she has a need for power or some shit. Yeah, and, and that and gets back to the like, original point. And it was just it was kind of sad for me. Yeah, he he was a kaji old bastard, and probably back in his time, it wouldn't have been a big deal to curse it, you know. Or maybe he's just reached the age where he's beyond giving a fuck, and so he's like, yeah, I'll tell somebody to fuck off if I don't like what they're saying to me, kind of thing. But those are, we are all words. just becoming like gigantic pussies here. Like those are you can't words. handle your shit. If you've never <laughs> been in hospitality, you don't belong on a fucking plane. Definitely. Oh, and if God. you get your you get your shit in a bunch, uh, because of one rowdy little little old man that you could probably punch down, and he's definitely um, a, a subordinate. Um, and physically, and, and in this in this case, um, his state mentally, you the only sword that you have to wield is to turn a fucking plane together or uh, around. Yeah, and make a I six um, hour. That's fucking bullshit. I Get was, your shit uh, together. Handle I know the situation. Th- they have training for this. They have training for this. You don't just have to. You don't just get to. Oh, let's turn the train, uh, the turn the plane around. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you are the center of your own universe. You're not thinking about another human being. You're not in hospitality. This is not service. This is a disservice to humanity. You should be fired and made an example of. Fuck you. You cunt. I'll say it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and that's. I mean, uh, other than that, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> well. I- I'm glad you dialed it back. I'm glad you didn't go all out, you know? No, I've I've met these people in, in hospitality. Like, it's typically people that are new to service, and um, they don't know how to handle... It's like me back in Ruby Tuesdays when I threw money at the, the, the assholes that, um, that that came in and left me $2. Oh, on yeah, that didn't tip much. $100 yeah. t- $100 t- uh, check. Like, that was, like, the really super young, naive me. Like now it's like, oh look, it's a wash. It happens. You need to get over the need to get over it and service other people uh, that are in front of you. Because if you let other people interrupt service for other people, then you've got a real fucking problem. Now, if he had been unruly to the point where he is obstructing service or he's standing in the aisle, things like that, a million scenarios could go could have gone on that are so much worse than what this guy did. Which was Let me like throw a hypothetical at you that just popped into my head. Actually, what what if you've got you got a couple that comes into the restaurant? <clears throat> you come up, you introduce yourself, and the guy tells you, he goes, "Man, I I just want to let you know, um, we don't go to places like this. We don't have a whole lot of money. This is my wife's birthday. I just want to make it special for her. I'm not gonna have." much more than the scratch left in my pocket to give you after the meal is paid for, but you're welcome to every dime of it. 
Um, and I'm so sorry for that. Wait, what, is, what is your feeling and what's your response to that? I accommodate the shit out of them. Good. If I, I you're, I mean, I, in the scenario you're, you're uh, uh, putting forth is that I have um, probably like, it depends on the place that, that you're working. Um, if I'm a server and I'm giving, given those, um, those rights to, to or the, that empowerment to make mm. things happen, essentially I'm acting as a manager and I'm shepherding their experience. Right. So, um, right. I am going to probably, um, be more accommodating to them than I am every other person that's buying like the, the shellfish tower and spending hundreds of bucks on bullshit wine um, trophy wines and things like that. Like this is their one night out. These right. other guys, those bro dudes over here that you know have the, um, you know their <laughs> mid forties and they're you know yeah, planning out their golf trip to you know, to Florida for next week and they'll be back the next week or maybe even over the weekend. Those guys don't need as much service as these guys, right? And. Um, and I say need, like, I, I think deserve is probably, uh, the, the best term for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd agree with the, that. These guys, they're spending, I mean, a lot like me. I'm not, I'm not a rich bastard by any means. None of, none of us are, but like, if it's your one year, uh, you know, anniversary, fuck yeah, I'm going to make it special. Uh, and it doesn't take a lot. Like, I'm not giving away the, you know, the the castle here like it just is small little things small little touches um that i know that they don't know that can make their night like you know uh I like just roofing the name wife's on a drink what's that <laughs> i said like roofing the wife's drink okay yeah i'm I, kidding well, you know <laughs> put a little something extra in there for you that's horrible <laughs> i don't condone this i never have done it Horrible, horrible, horrible. Just it's a joke. don't take it's bad life. humor the wrong way. It's funny because it's a joke. Um, <clears throat> yeah, if you're no, going to roofie but, somebody, only roofie somebody that, that you're in a relationship and you truly love and treasure, not somebody that you'll just throw away, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And the guy will get up and say, uh, whatever the situation is, and he'll like, listen, I, I here's my card. Uh, this is, I want to pay for this. Um, don't, don't bring a check. I don't want to see a check. I want to see desserts and, and we'll roll out. Right. And I'm like, very cool, discreet. And he looks like a baller. Yeah. Um, well, so let, let me, That's so cool. let me finish the rest of how this horrible train wreck went. So oh, we, we get to Sorry, London. We got way off. Sorry. <laughs> we get to well, London. You did ask. Okay. We, yeah, I did. We get to London. We land, we're torched. Um, and, it's kind of fucked up because my work trips are very short. You know, you've got a meeting or two and then it's, it's back across. Uh, and so the guys had said, well, you know what? Let's just power through. Cause if we go to bed now, we'll be screwed oh, and be yeah. awake later. So let's have some drinks. Oh, sh <laughs> I wanted no part of this, James. Power. I through. wanted this no. to be a low key trip. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to just relax, save some money, uh, get some rest, scratch my balls, maybe sit in a bathtub for a couple of hours, 
Uh, and then, you know, <laughs> do our gone. thing and then come back, right? Calgon, take me away. Oh, God. Would have been amazing. But they, would, oh, they wouldn't let they, – they really were harassing me, which is endearing because, you know, if I'm a shitbag, then they would be like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Um, you know, but they really wanted me to come out. So I ended up caving, went to the room, had a drink or two, went to the lounge, had another couple of drinks. Uh, and then – we end up and the you remember the whore whisper that I mentioned the yes. the guy I worked with on the last trip that can just How talk can any woman into sleeping with him. Well, he had apparently pussy made inroads. Slayer. Yeah, pussy. yeah. <laughs> Gary the Pussy Slayer. <laughs> pussy Slayer two point uh, He had apparently made inroads <laughs> with some of the younger flight attendants on the flight. Uh, we find out. No. He's like, oh, you know, we we need to meet up with the uh, the flight attendants. Oh my. God, you gotta slap her, man. Ooh, oh my God. Well, no, the the one that pushed the chain of events that happened. Uh, so so he ends up going, okay, I'll pay for the Uber. You know, we'll we'll go we'll go over where they are. Her name's Karen, and by the way. <clears throat> I'm thinking we're meeting at a, a cool English pub or something. Oh, we shit. go into the bar at the Holiday Inn. Boots and pants. Oh God, and I'm just going. Why? What? We're in London. Why are we here? And I told the guys, one condition, one condition, if I'm going out with you, if I am sacrificing my rest to go out, <laughs> we're going to find karaoke oh, and we're going to do it. Oh, little pussy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Says the guy who takes more old man naps than anyone I know. <laughs> hey, um, I have a steady routine for my sleep patterns, okay? Yeah. And well, we you have that luxury. That if you want. Very specific. It's good. Go ahead. Let's not. Um, so, <laughs> and this guy has got two two flight attendants. Well, there were there were for there were four flight attendants. There were uh, two Karen younger girls. Uh-huh. There was an older Becky. woman, and, and then there was a little young gay guy. And immediately, the topic of conversation Stephon. goes to the events that had unfolded earlier in the flight. And I'm thinking of all the things we could be talking about. This is the least interesting for me to. I don't want to relive this in any capacity. So, well, it, anyway. I, I get it. It's the most relevant thing, and so that's what they build oh, on. God. So I totally anyway. So, so anyway, we uh, and me and the guys start texting, and I'm and I'm like, this sucks. We need to get out of here. And you know, the guys are like, yeah, yeah, we should go. We should go. Uh, and so. I, I said, you know what, I'm I'm just I had already scoped out the karaoke place and oh, I went ahead you. and I ordered a fucking Uber, man. And I, I started I started heading out. Yes, my man. Cause they told me that, that was that we were going there. So we go outside and uh, they said, uh yeah, let's just walk down the street, find another bar. I know how this I know what happens when they say this. It's like, oh, let's stop at this bar, have a couple of drinks. And then we'll go to the Christmas market, have a couple more drinks, and then we'll go to another bar and have a couple of drinks. You just sloshed. You never end up making it wherever you're going, or if you do, it's really yeah. friggin' late. And right. uh, I'm on borrowed time because I've been awake at thir- 36 hours or more at this point anyway. So I know that there will be a certain point where my body says, hey, fucko, uh, enough of the games. Go to bed, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So I dig in my heels. I say, uh, no, um, 
you guys are welcome to go. I don't need a babysitter, but I'm going to go to this place that we talked about going to to begin with. And and the th- we're all at varying levels of some kind of, you know, buzziness at this point. Yeah. And so one of the guys is like, oh, you know, I, I can't get my let you. Roddy James Dio on, bitches. Yeah, you know, it's like, I can't just let you head out there by yourself, you know. So he's waiting with me for a little oh, while. God. He goes over to the other guys. The girls are, you know, kind of looking back at me, thinking, well, what's this What's this fuckwad doing to ruin our nights? And I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm not ruining anybody's nights. Go. Yeah, really. You're free. I'm okay. You're, you're, um, yeah. You're, you're a free person in a free land. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <clears throat> so there's this awkward situation wrist, where, like, the Uber shows up. I get into the Uber. I'm waiting on one or more persons to get into it with me because at this point you've got three groups. You've got me. You've got one guy by himself. <clears throat> then you've got the whore whisperer and another guy, um, you know, further on over, closer to the girls but not by them. And I'm waiting, and I'm looking over, and none of them are moving. They're all just kind of paralyzed there on two different corners of the street. So I tell the driver, I said, all right, let's roll. That's straight You know, and I head man. on back. Yeah. So I get to the karaoke bar. The concierge had lied. It was private rooms only. I, like, I go downstairs, I'm like, all right, all right. And then it just looks like the saddest bar ever. Like, there's maybe one, two people there. And I can hear some music kind of distantly, and I thought, okay, well, maybe they've got a stage in another room or something like that. And I started to wander where I heard the music through a doorway, and a guy said, no, 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 you can't come in here. And at that point, the light bulb went off. I'm like, oh, it's it's the Japanese style. Like, you, you sing with your friends and all that shit. So what? ended up leaving there. Yeah, yeah, it was totally – it was all dashed uh, and – so I texted the guys that, that that had happened. They said, no, you know, come on back here to the Christmas market. And then I'm like, eh, I'm not going down that way. I said, I'm just going to find something to eat and then head out. So I ended up finding a, a local pub, having a burger, like looking around, thinking, oh, you know, here I am, the, <laughs> the dumb, you know, American by himself sitting at a table. What day What what day of the week is this? It was like Wednesday, Wednesday night. Oh. Well, yeah, that'd be perfect. A uh, perfect karaoke night. I you think. would think, yeah, you would think. Uh, and so we, I ended up getting an expensive ass Uber back to the freaking hotel, and I was back in my room by ten or so, I think. Old man. And Craig. then, oh uh, well, you know. But keep in mind, we hit I know, the ground kind of in the hours, early, boo-hoo. yeah, mid. Well, we also hit the ground in the early mid afternoon. You know, yeah, no, no, no that's rough. That's getting no, the, that's... the ball rolling. That's insane. And so, I mean, and, and you're you're going overseas. I mean, something innately, you know, innate about that is, um, like I know a lot about that. Um, <laughs> is uh, I have, I mean, I have been, you know, to Mackinac Island, c- Central. Sorry, shut up, uh, Central America <laughs> uh, by plane. But you know, yeah, it's something about flying just sucks the shit. Out. I mean, you, you can speak more to this than oh, I could, yeah. but yeah, it just sucks up. the shit out of you, man. Um, unless you're doing like. And like Team Candy Crush or something, you have a guild going on or something, and you're, t- you know, I don't know. I, 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 I can't imagine. I read an well, entire so, book going to Honduras. So, so then was... the text messages start rolling in, all right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're from this one guy, the original guy that had said, you know, 
I can't just let you wander off alone. You know, I should come with you. You know, at least with two people, you're a little bit safer. We're kind of in a foreign country. And well, you're in a third world country, yeah. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I start seeing messages from him pop up going, you guys suck. I can't believe you left me here. I'm just here by myself. Expensive ass cab. So this I realized at that point, <laughs> he's been left from the other two guys. <laughs> And the two flight attendants. Yeah. So I guess they kind of paired up and struck, you know, struck out on their own. And then, you know, this guy who, like me, is married, had separated himself from the group. And and so he was on an island by himself. Yeah. Well, the next morning, check out. I'm like, or next afternoon, I should say, I'm like, guys, what the fuck happened? And uh, so one of them was like, well, you know, the whore whisperer. Uh, he wanted to score with the girl with her big ass titties poking out. And then, um, and he goes, and I was annoyed cause the other one was acting all moody and shit and I wasn't going to be around that. So what? I just kind of separated myself. And then it turns out that the other buddy of mine in this group ended up being a eh, wingish man. Uh, oh, because yeah. he had to keep the now grumpy one. Uh, uh distracted oh, that's the worst job that's the worst while while the whore whisperer literally went up into uh you know tiggle biddy's hotel room and had a grand old time and oh my god <laughs> that's a walk of shame on its own man uh wow that sucks and well, he, he was, uh, he was Gary, just telling tell us, you, man, uh, hats off and salute uh, you. Uh, I We appreciate your service, sir. Did it again. Did it again. The whore whisper. Um, Strikes again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he was telling us, he was like, yeah, you know, I, I told her it was my birthday, so I got anal. Like, oh, you dirty bastard. Shut your face. Seriously. <laughs> All right, guys. Like, Okay. One, I don't even believe that. Um, how does I one... do? Th- okay, so I told her it was my birthday, and that's why you got to go in, he in her told... butt. I got yeah. No, she was no, like, I, I... okay, just this once because it's, it's your a... birthday, Mister President. Well, but may- maybe off. maybe that was maybe that was her whore hurdle that she had to get over. Maybe she loves anal and oh, she just needed is, an excuse to give a it bad up. Point, that, you know? yeah. Yeah. It, these are different times, James. You know, you and I didn't have I, Tinder. Well, Martha you had Washington Tinder, but I didn't have Tinder where I could just on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the president's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just this once. God, no, that's not how it works. Uh, but yeah, I think um, uh, Caligula Chris now. actually does have a good point there. Um, and you can, re- I don't want to revisit all that, but, uh, he does have oh, a, what, a the whore, party. the whore hurdle argument, like girls kind of yeah, need yeah, a, yeah. a reason we, to act as filthy as they're thinking kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, drunk. We can, we can move on. We can move on. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it, it is a good, no, yeah. Anyway. So anyway, so that was my, my United Kingdom adventure. Um, it's <laughs> very entertaining, man. Uh, that's, these that's, guys. What? These guys want to do a show, actually. They've asked me to bring my other microphone so we can all do a show the next time. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, 
my concern is they may just want to talk about nefarious sexual acts the entire time, and I think that that would have kind of a limited... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, Maybe no, they we... can make it work. I mean, they're pretty fucking funny, but... If, as long as you keep to the script, and we'll talk about this off, where, off air as well, but um, as long as you try to... You're really good. Craig, I will tell you this. Um, uh, you're really good about like keeping a, a show flowing... And being the host, you're essentially our, um, for for the most part, like, master of ceremonies, right? You, you just kind of keep things flowing. And sometimes we pick up the ball and, and flow to other um, ideas and topics and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> but if you're um, with those guys, uh, or at least, you know, one or two of those guys, I think you do a fine job. And the, the, I hope what, so. What's, what's the worst, you know, that could happen? <laughs> It never airs, you know. It's, hey it's guys, a... welcome back to Anal and Abused. Um, <laughs> I'm your host. No, but I, I mean, look, these guys lead interesting lives. Um, yeah, yeah, they do. And it, it, as long as we keep them on track, and we're, you know, not. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have. I'm sure something. they'll have interesting things to say. And like I said, they're they're all funny as fuck. So there it, you go. It, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the mic. You know, we'll see. Um, and it, it may work out. Hopefully so. Do it. I've um, got um. I've and so just you know. I guess we're sort of teasing uh, future shows here. Um. Probably in the um, right past the new year. Um. I have a movie producer that um, uh, a filmmaker that wants to come on uh the show and and uh oh. and talk about. So some we're of finally this. getting our big break then. Yeah. <laughs> Bollywood's coming to aged and confused, ladies and gentlemen. You're talking about Coppola or you know um, Abrams? Who are we? Who are we? No, dealing I'll with actually, here? I'll say his name. Uh, Johnny Lang is his name. Um, Sounds like a is, good Hollywood name. It's an awesome, freaking awesome name. Um, but he's just a really sweet and cool dude. Um, wants to talk about his stuff, and we've uh, we've been rapping about other stuff as well, and music and and whatnot so um i think it's something that we're, we're sort of going back and forth whether or not we should make it a like a, a duo or bring you know a third voice in and make it an an aged and confused um, right uh production <clears throat> and, well you uh, know hopefully his movie is being released in japan because that's where the biggest spike is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> well, it is released in Japan. It's released uh, worldwide and uh, right. in the, the galaxy or in the universe. Uh, it's all, all on YouTube. I won't plug it because Craig's going to give me shit about it. <laughs> uh, no, but I will say, like, he's got some really interesting stuff. Lost, lostchildfilms.com. Uh, um, check it out. Uh, Johnny Lang, he's a really cool dude. And uh, he's got all some right. really funny and, and cool stuff. So. There's Looking that. forward to it. Looking forward to it. Speaking of uh, film production, we uh, we I think we left off a, f- <laughs> a very um uh, we, we had a hanging Chad, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, yeah, from the yeah, last yeah. show. And I think that we should fulfill that uh, that void, that vacuum. Um, All right, let's so, fill the hole. We were talking about bad porn names, you know, Gary Half a Hole or Gary Left Winger, <laughs> I don't know. And um, you know exactly what the names were. Don't pretend like you don't remember. Yeah, I'm trying to protect the innocent here. It's very I, cute. Um, yeah. So uh, 
we were talking about bad porn names and what our porn names were. And right. Craig, um, I didn't want you to 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 uh, uh, burn your batteries too much. It's your um, your first pet and the street that you grew up on. Right. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I go ahead. Pres- present to you Craig's porn name. Oh, are we starting off with me? Yes. All right. So my porn name is Freckles Lodgepole. Oh my God! You gotta <laughs> no, no, that is not true. It is. It is. I remember the first time I told uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan, our former drummer, this. He could not stop laughing. Um, it was like the thing that's so great about that. I mean, besides just having the name Freckles is that, you know, Lodgepole just insinuates that it's so huge that it can get wedged in between two structures. You did not. Okay, wait a minute. Back up. Um, you grew up on Lodgepole Lane? Uh, Lodgepole Drive, yeah, in College oh, Station, I, Texas. Lodgepole Drive, that's even better. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> I wish you'd told me earlier because I would have wanted to go first because I can't well, follow yeah. that shit. Yeah, I thought that that may be the case, but you kind of put me on the spot there. So, <laughs> Call me Freckles. <laughs> Freckles, great cut, great cut. Look, we're going to need you to hit it from another angle. Can you do that? Can you turn your head away <laughs> from the camera? <laughs> Sharon, oh, are you able to take about three minutes more? That's all you need to do. Uh, okay. 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 That's great. You're a pro. <laughs> he has the best hands in the business. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to go uh, an ab workout this podcast. <laughs> Freckles Lodgepole in Moving Lumber. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, moving on. So I had a dream the other night. No, no, no. We got to hear yours. We got to hear yours. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, literally. That's that's like... (laughs) uh, Trying to follow Tom Cruise on uh, the... David Letterman show like that's insane. Well, um, before or after Scientology, because there's a difference. No, dude, after or it's like that's that's the best Tom Cruise. <laughs> um. <clears throat> all right, I, I I don't have any like drum rolls or anything like uh, that, but um, thank you. Uh. So my first pet's name was Lucky, which I think okay. really works in my it works in my favor. The street that I grew up on was Premium. Oh, but I think it's too too many syllables. Lucky Premium. I don't know. Uh, there's there's been worse out uh, there. Yeah, one too many. Yeah, you think? I don't know. Lucky Pre. I mean, Lucky. I don't know. I, 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 I can't kind of sounds pop. like a brand of cigarettes actually <laughs> kind of does choose well, better lucky choose brand. premium choose better Jesus Christ. 
All right. The uh, the only brand of cigarettes exclusively designed to be used while you're butt chugging. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Suck it in at both ends, more. asshole. Nine out of ten porn stars prefer Lucky Primos. Okay. There we go. There, see? <laughs> the official after-sex cigarette, Lucky yeah. Premiums. Oh, yeah. The post- That's not co- bad. Cordial, yeah, post-cordial cigarette out there. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Good call, man. Nice call. <laughs> With built-in ovulation blockers. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Built-in ovulation blockers. It's really hard to see. Yeah. <laughs> sounds sounds like a car feature. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the new Kia? Seen the what? Oh, yeah. Have yeah. you seen the new Kia? I was just making a joke to, you know, like, yeah, the seats. No. Um, so, yeah, there are porn names. Um, hasn't been a whole lot of porn happening in my house, but I did have a little oh, bit of yes? action. Um, and as usual, <laughs> I've been left confused and disillusioned. Because my wife is literally Dr. Fuck Bunny oh, and Mrs. Okay. Hyde. That's her um, poor name? Like, she, she was open for business very slightly. You know, bankers, kind of, kind of like the kind of hours that you would see at maybe a Greek bank kind of thing. Oh, like, like 10 to 2, yeah. Go nap or whatever. Uh, oh, no. I mean, it was... <laughs> and immediately, like, afterwards... She was such a bitch to me. And you I was like, well, I guess her? we're back to normal. Um, and I was like, no, I no, no. Lo- I didn't I say that. that man. Are you kidding that me? Would be an, I'm that still been breathing, awesome. aren't we're like, I? Okay, so we're back to par. That's great. <laughs> if you're calling right. her a and, name. And, so, and it was like, what, what? why is this happening? Uh, not not like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. try not to be ugly in a relationship. You're a I think ni- it's you're, dude, 100% you're, you're counterproductive. A you're a nice guy. You're a giver. Uh, you know wait, no, what? No, yeah. What are you are gonna you accomplish yeah, by calling I mean, your significant you other a horrible name? Yeah. You're just gonna build totally up walls more. They're not gonna yeah, listen to anything that you have to actually attention. actually say because they're in offense slash defense mood. Um, no, but so. So later on in the week, I tried to, you know, and I'm just trying to be affectionate. And I, I gave her, I gave her what I felt was a great husband experience day. I came home to my the typical mountain of fucking dishes in mark, the sink dude. that I come home to. I clean those. <clears throat> she talks about her back hurting. I take out my really? massage table from downstairs, bring it up, open it up. I say, "Hop on, let me work on you a bit." Yeah. Uh, for for listeners not aware, there was a. There was a little window in my life where I was a registered massage therapist in Texas. It was after everything had fallen apart, and I was kind of it's a very uh, minimal for what <clears throat> my purpose um, was. So uh, test that you have to take for that in Texas, but but I, I appreciate what you're what you're doing for. N- not really, but okay. Th- <laughs> thank you for minimalizing that accomplishment. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, I love you, moving Craig. right along. I love you so much. Um, <laughs> So great sport, <laughs> fucking dick. 
well, you didn't go to a real school just just to get that out there, you know, so everybody knows. Um, so, all right, do about yeah, I don't know, forty five minutes hour, you know, on her back, right? Uh, and I'm just just trying to be nice. We end up going to bed earlyish. I'm of course taking over fully with our kid the moment I'm walking through the door, and this was after, you know, a a, a long day of working anyway. So I get our daughter into her bed, get her put down, come back to bed around probably 9 o'clock at night. She's in there, and I'm kind of, you know, talking to her and touching her a little bit. And, you know, I slip a finger into her waistband. She grabs my hand, pulls it out. I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Well, as the night progresses, about 10 or 11 o'clock, I get one of my signature brutal headaches just killing me. I'm in visible pain. I'm, like, putting my body in all kinds of weird positions, just trying to get some kind of relief. Taking, like, three different painkillers and decongestants to try to get it under control. With, With one hand, she gives me about two to three minutes of hair pulling uh to try to help and nothing more which i thought was a little bit inequitable um and finally i get the headache under control by two or three o'clock but at that point i'm completely awake because i've had to spike my body with caffeine uh like the goodies headache powder to get rid of it and the decongestion is working in concert with that because it's essentially speed uh to you know leave me wide-eyed And I was just having a very affectionate moment. I was like, God, you know, I am right here next to her. I just want to touch her. And so I started just kind of rubbing on her. I reached down, kind of grab her ass a little bit. And, you know, she she is not awake, but she seems okay with it, which is usually when she's okay with it. Um, <clears throat> wakes up and unleashes rage on me. Like, just... You know, why the fuck are you doing this now? Uh, You know, this is so inconsiderate of you. You know I have problems sleeping, blah, 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 blah. And things in my head that are happening are, well, I tried earlier. You turned me away. Um, I'm just wanting to touch you because I'm attracted to you. And I've never stopped being attracted to you. Uh, and I know for a fact she doesn't have to be up by any particular hour the next day. And so I just, I just quietly turned away and she starts watching her Netflix, uh, you know, to try to get herself drowsy. And I just came down and, uh, oh, uh, no, it was at that point that I came down and washed the mountain of dishes that have been left Unreal. in the sink. That's right. <clears throat> Um, and then eventually made it back up to bed at, you know, probably five thirty six in the morning. Before I, thing and before got I say this, I want the listeners to know that and, I, um, yeah, I, I mean, Craig's one of my best friends. Um, and I, I don't know Mal, his wife very, very well, like intimately well. Um, but I was at their wedding and, um, we've had communication uh facebook whatever social media but 
what you're describing to me is is and this is something I've experienced at work uh with uh, both men and women that there are fucking brats that are adults adults being brats there there's just I'm so I'm so sick of it affecting well me and potentially my job which I think we talked about on a previous uh episode um potentially affecting my job but just being a brat if you can't use your words um you know and make like meaningful statements uh, to the people especially someone that you've made a, a promise to for the rest of your life someone you're married to it, it bleeds just I, I mean I, I know there's other four letter words for it but just being a brat <clears throat> but no you know it's An entitlement um, I think the thing and this hit me really really hard uh, as I was laying there, you know, again, being reminded that I am tied to somebody that has no interest in touching me, no appreciation for when I touch them, um, you know, just no real affection. I was like, she is – I wow. just – I told myself, I yeah, said, Yeah, I, I just wrote down the word <clears> – <throat> I'm here to clean. I'm here to pay for things. I'm here to Yeah. I'm here to watch our daughter. So I'm a nanny, butler and an ATM. I just wrote and down that's the as word far as quid it goes, pro quo, you know, kind of thing. But it's it's the absence of that. <laughs> you know. And and again, I thought I'd give like not that I'm saying that, oh, you know, I should be entitled to this, but I think in a healthy relationship, well, that's that's the look, your partner will, and I and I said this to her that's earlier the because she's partner. like, no, 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 you you've right. had a long so, day of work. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you should want You're to take care of each other and enjoy taking care of each other. Um, and so anyway, I eventually made it back to bed, and the next morning she's acting like nothing has happened. And she's, you know, all happy. She's like, oh, well, you know, and good morning. You know, th this is when you say good morning, not 2 o'clock in the morning. I mean, I know you're not trying yeah, to make her an enemy, like, but it, this yeah. is making me Now that really our daughter's awake like and we her. can't actually have. I know. I, that's that, that's well, you know, I, I that's not my it. goal at all. Is, <clears throat> as with any situation, there are three sides to the story. And I'm sure from her perspective, I was being an inconsiderate dickhole that was, you know, interrupting her her sleep. Yeah, which maybe is a little overreaction, though. And uh, how dare I kind eh. of thing. And I, for every conversation like this, I almost guarantee you that her girlfriends are listening it's to her side of the story and going, oh, yeah, you're right. In the worst way. Oh, my God. Yes, I didn't God. order extra you know, sausage. He doesn't, he doesn't know. He doesn't go through Fuck. what we go through. <laughs> Clearly, she did not order the extra sausage. She, she, she sent it back that to the kitchen, too, right? Um, oh my god! 
Who's in? No, never mind. <laughs> oh God! So, so again, this, this ties in right. with the title of the show: that, "Aged and that's Confused." Perfect. I'm being like, okay, you know, she she adores me now, um, and how am I supposed to react to this after? All right. Well, not to being touch, given the finger you know, again last night, and you know, <clears throat> detail, but. We did talk, um, this is off air, of course, um, about you being a little bit more aggressive and you <laughs> got some, you got some feedback. You, uh, you, uh, I don't remember this conversation. Okay. Um, you got positive feedback from being a little bit more sexually aggressive. Um, this was pr- Nope. Nope. You nope. might be mistaking me with another friend. But we, we can um, we can discuss what? that later. It's it's. Hey hey, Alzheimer's. It's a bitch, people. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe that'll ring Blame some it bells on the later sleeping on. Pills. Speaking of sleeping pills. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I said why. Um. Oh, that's just kind of a random thing. So. A uh, little service announcement uh, or a PSA for people. If you want to feel like you've been roofied the next morning, try Unisom. Uh, holy shit. And this no shots of Jack Daniels kind of or a anything, good thing for me or, because my sleep is so fucked up down? from all my travel. Nope. Nope. I, I huh. just I, – I, I gone to the pharmacy, right? And I was picking up some stuff for uh, my daughter and – I was chatting with the pharmacist. I said, hey, you know, just out of curiosity, is there something that you would recommend as a sleep aid, you know, for somebody who's already tried melatonin and, you know, the the usual vanilla shit? So she takes me over, and we're looking at a couple, and there's one that's like an all-natural combination of a few different things, and that kind of intrigued me. And then there was like your standard shit, you know that you like Unisom that you've seen on. Oh, the it's shows like collecting so dust like, on the uh, show. Doing um, and so I asked her. I said, "Well, so if you were in my shoes, which one would you go with?" She goes, "Well, you know, I'm a pharmacist, so I'm going to go with the actual medicine." She goes, "Okay, I, I would, you know, I'm actually writing this down because uh, that's." I might so, I. <laughs> so I pick it up. I bring it back, unpackage it, the bottle sitting with, you know, right, next to the, the other Jack bottles Daniels, yeah, in my house. Right. Uh, not the, the alcohol bottles. Like, like no, 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 the pills <laughs> and stuff. The, the Xanax, the Valium, uh, and the combination <laughs> um, Cialis and Kaopecte. Uh, uh, Imodium. You brought yeah. that. Uh, nice <laughs> reference, man. Well done. Thank and a you. single serving uh, um, chili. So, on from. a whim, one night, I decide. <laughs> so I decide to pop right. one of these sleeping pills. I said, "Let's let's see how these work." So I take one, and I had training early the next morning, and I was I was trying to get a good. Yeah, even that's though rough. I couldn't get a full you you want to give it at least like eight ten hours, right? The the process of getting our daughter down to bed. Yeah, but well, with, yeah, with, I wouldn't get, with some I wouldn't get eight to ten hours. That's but what I'm I, saying. If if the pills worked, I figured I 
I but you want to give it between that window. That's what I'm six saying. and a half and seven. Yeah, I think was the window that I had. Right. Well, what I discovered afterwards is it may need even a wider window than that. I wake up, and I was feeling like I literally felt like I was drugged. I was like, oh, what the? Wow. And I'm just kind of struggling to feel human kind of thing. And the the bad thing is I didn't have the luxury of time, right? So I'm, I'm getting together all my stuff for my training day, and I'm having to skate out the door at like... 505 in the morning because if you leave long island after 515 you're fucked you know i'm heading towards the city and uh i get there and it's a wonder that i didn't run into an overpass because i had no business being behind a wheel in that state uh in hindsight at the time it was just a blur kind of thing and i get to the parking lot of the yeah, I, I get, well, S10, I don't know about heavy machinery, but machinery. Um, so I, I get there to the office, and the training day doesn't start until 7. That's the irony. I had to leave really early to get there, and if I leave a little bit too early, then I get there way early, and I'm, I'm stuck waiting. And so <clears throat> I just set a phone, an alarm on my phone, right. tilt back my yeah. chair in the truck, and I just crashed the fuck out for a while. Can't Sorry about the bumps. Don't people. worry about my, it. Uh, <clears throat> my beloved dog is getting restless down by my feet. All right. Well, no, they, they're going to hear it on the mic is the thing. Um, so anyway, so I wake up, but I'm still feeling drugged. And James, that feeling stuck with me for about half of the damn day. It was insane, mm-hmm. and maybe it was because it was the first time I had taken it kind yeah. of thing because I've taken it once since then, and it didn't really feel that way, or maybe somebody at the factory said a little no, something extra. Was, 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 was that the know, first time but, you had taken uh, something um, like that? Yeah, it knocked me on my fucking ass. Uh, yeah, something like that. I mean, I had taken kind of the more natural, you know, melatonin, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But like a hardcore, yeah. this is a f- sleeping pill motherfucker kind of thing. I that feel was like the melo- first time I yeah, take one of those. So, wow. I can fuck uh, your shit up. I don't know. Um, mel- Melatonin <clears throat> is great. It's like a horse <clears throat> tranquilizer. Uh, the research that I've done <laughs> is that um, it'll essentially try to replace the melatonin that your bodily, uh, body um, naturally makes even though I mean I love it because it, it definitely it, but it's like yeah. the the Earl Grey tea or the the chamomile tea of the the sleeping pill world yeah I mean I can definitely like the get Sandy tired of sleeping of it, aids but, yeah. um, if I'm not down uh, for it then and I'm not already headed that direction um, it could just kind of plateau yeah, so I'm, I'm it's tr- not going to be lights still out. Yeah. tossing and turning, and then my body is trying to adapt, and I shouldn't be releasing more melatonin, and I want my body to release all the melatonin in its capacity. Um, there was a time when I was living in Charleston, and I was with this woman. We'll call her. Mm, I don't know. What do you think? Karen? Alright. <clears throat> we'll call her Karen. Yeah, I had an idea where and, that was going. Um, 
she had a she had a, a fairly nice chateau uh, near the coast, and <clears throat> what's that? Is that slang for something or? No, she had a she had a nice is that house. Slang for nice something house. or is that? <laughs> okay. She had a nice chateau, if you know what I mean. She had great boobs. No, I don't know. It was it's not Down a by metaphor. The sandy beach. It's, uh, <laughs> so um, I was having trouble sleeping, and um, we were sort of dating at the at the time, and um. <laughs> well, now that's dating, code for fucking, right, dude. I know so that just, it's dating. If that includes. Intercourse, great. And just saying we were dating. <laughs> anyway, so I was staying over at her house one night. And I was having <clears throat> trouble sleeping. We were having some fun. <laughs> watching a movie or something. And she gave me an Ambien. And I probably should have taken half of that. Oh. But we had been drinking a little wine. And I wasn't drunk by any stretch. But I decided it was a good idea to take a shower. And she has this... Rock wall, um, and glass sh- and 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 and, cl- and honey, shower. She's loaded. Yeah, Damn. Karen's and loaded. Why didn't you stay with yeah, her? Um, I I could have gone totally Dumbass. down the road, but well, maybe another time. But she gave me an Ambien, and we'd been drinking a little wine and eating some popcorn and <laughs> sausage. I don't know, whatever, <laughs> sausage. And um, <laughs> I wake up 10 hours later. Don't remember a goddamn thing. I don't remember a fucking <laughs> my pants around my ass. Or my pants around she, my ankles. Vaseline she on my asshole. Me. <laughs> she had to <laughs> oh, tell Jesus. me what we did. Uh-oh. It was so... I <laughs> Why did you make me do that, James? Why did you make me it do that? the lotions on the skin. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was so degrading. I only do uh, butt sex, uh, so if we're gonna uh, no, uh, she told me that, uh, and I, we I, this may may or may not be true. Um, that I we took a shower in her stone rock shower. I don't remember any of it. Oh like, shit, that's hot. Oh, that sucks. You can't even like, you can't even. Highlight yeah, no reel that shit and, on that and one. rub one um, out. What a waste! But I mean, even though we go through our lives mm. and there are there are moments that we miss or or forget, um, even if you're stone cold sober, like you forget stuff, right? This was so monumentally disturbing that mm. I I just broke up with her. Like I I it, it just it just bothered me so much, and it wasn't even her fault. I don't think. Whoa! Um, th- this was why. Yeah, I mean, I. <clears throat> wow! I so accepted. This was why you left the, her. No other reason, Ambien, right? Um, but it was so disturbing that I would do that, right? Um, or experience that. Dude, you were you, you were Bill Cosby. No, and I, I think it's, I think she's a lovely <laughs> human being. Um, I, I don't think she had any any malicious uh, uh, intent at all, at all. Um, it just it just disturbed me to the point where I was just single for the next year and a half or two, and I ended up moving. 
Wouldn't that be interesting if it actually was? Because you don't hear about that. You don't hear about girls. Oh no, like, she didn't drug me. No, I took guys, the Ambien. I knew what I was pretty drinking. Much it doesn't take much negotiation to get. No, no, I, I know, I know. I, I'm oh, just. Yeah. I'm could saying, I have said outside of your scenario? Could I have gone to the the like uh, you don't really hear the police and said I've been drugged. Um, you know, I've been Cosby'd or whatever. It, it, <laughs> But literally, oh I'm, I'm they, not the guys that would Ten look at you and go, were, were what, "What are you doing? Gone. You're not filing a and report on this." Here's the thing: it wasn't just like I couldn't remember; it was black. It was just like black. At least when you, um, you know, your your last trip to Myrtle wow. Beach, you have some kind of, um, I don't know, trace memories, right? That kind of thing. Even if you don't remember everything, right? <laughs> There was the guy in the way too small swimsuit. But man, it, it was it was um. scared. It, it scared me. And this is a you know thirty five year old man. Sorry, thirty eight year old man. I I'm still I'm still angry at you for letting that go, over a blackout. Sure. Essentially, but I've never had that kind of. I've never had a blackout like that. I've never had a blackout really. Um, sure, I've well, I've gotten tired uh, from, you know, a little too much whiskey or whatever. But geez, I've never had anything quite like right, this. Right. Has just been like someone's whited out all the, the the memories that you've had for 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 ten hours, just done, yeah. gone. Brain eraser. And well, I mean, not that there was any memory. Like I just don't remember what happened previous to this uh it was it, it just maybe you judged her harshly maybe you be, were man. actually been, abducted I by i had some really weird stool samples that was uh, the explanation recently uh it's just been weird <laughs> <laughs> that's what this capsule in the back of my neck was all about they call it a cyst but you know i'm thinking you know I should call uh, uh, Art right. Bell and uh, you know call this one in. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I you mean, ring the phone in his grave, me. and uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, he died, man. Those are people who died. Died. Okay. You have an um, idea. So, I. <laughs> I had an idea. I don't know how I don't know how this will go. But I thought that if we could try to just randomly think of the most dystopian Christmas scenes ever. Well, we might be able to get a couple um, of laughs or we might get really depressed. Maybe a combination of the both. That's <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, it's pretty much okay. the most um authentic dystopian if you've ever been there now you have to be there you have to have been there it is the most dystopian place i've ever experienced okay to to our Meaning japanese there's listeners not, there's a arkansas lot of, uh, is a very grass, uh, a lot of trees state. and a lot of do um, not trespass signs
lot of lot of t-ball <laughs> and not not a lot of education in general um so so does does this um does this hey man i've I've Holiday had um, some of my best start with a, a single wide, wide trailer, trailer in Jasper, Tennessee. Um, they, there, it's just so authentic, and I, I'm trying to turn this in. Uh, I'm not trying to turn this into the most positive dystopian or whatever, but like, like, yeah, they're freaking old, old world, old school. <laughs> Like, you ever skinned an elk, Jimmy? Uh, no, Bob. Uh, well, we're gonna have one for uh for Thanksgiving, and uh, <laughs> yeah, like you gotta you gotta get the shit. You gotta get well, first. You gotta cut here at the asshole, kind of and then rip it on down. To me, dystopian means like you're going back to like the fundamentalism or the fundamentalist kind of uh, you know focus, right? You're you're. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's gonna make a coin purse out of the nuts. Daddy made this for me, and back in nineteen ninety nine, it's special. It, it stretches with time. It's nice. Um, no, uh, but though <laughs> you can tell when it's about to rain. It gets smaller in the winter. I don't know. It just. <laughs> <laughs> it gets smaller and smaller. The, Be sure you don't have any dimes in there. Not, just stand right on it. <laughs> oh and and am, and feel how soft it is, totally, little Jimmy. And like, she's rubbing need, like the elk scrotum across your one. cheek. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, we use every part, <clears throat> Jimmy. Every no, I, part. I can. Uh, you know, it, there's there's it's there's way. that part. <laughs> Craig, are you done? Are you done? Count me in for butthole pie. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but I'm, so there's I'm two in ten. But I may I may get another idea. <laughs> now, call, boy, what? that's the best part. That's the armpit that you got we'll right call there. Them the oysters. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best part. The elbow's a little chewy, <laughs> but that armpit's tender now. <laughs> Put hair oh, on your God. chest and other places. <laughs> I'll make you strong like your daddy. Now, to me, um, if you have any other, just let me know. Um, <laughs> but to me, there's like two dystopians. Like there's like the rural, like way rural, um, like. Like Jasper, Tennessee, it's it's all gravel roads and back like you don't bring an African American person or a person of color back there at all. Um, but they're so genuinely sweet if you're white. But they're so like they're mm-hmm. so giving, and they would even if it's in a, a single Y, which I've yeah I remember it was uh Shane and I can't remember his father's name um. Uh, it was a neighbor of my father's girlfriend at the time. Look, I know this is convoluted. And you had to, like, drive an hour to get there. 
from Chattanooga. Excuse me. Um, but he was just so, um, so giving. Um, like, he would give, he didn't have anything like a, a, a TV set or anything like that. He would give us tomatoes. He was just like, here's a tomato. Here's an apple. This is what we have to give. <laughs> hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's a... Um... That's no, way, no, way, no, no, it, it, it truly kinda, is. But they're, hey, they're, they're I feel so, kind of bad for trying to make were, this into a funny the, the topic. The great thing is, was, they were uh, so happy and they were so, um, like proud of what they did. And, uh, they were pretty much, um, um, uh, like, what's the word? Uh, I mean, well, they were essentially farmers. Uh, they had nothing else, and they would cook. They would actually cook uh, spirit. They would actually yeah. uh, make cook coke ovens. This is what, yeah, up in the up in the hills, uh, right across the train tracks oh, so were... from uh, hmm. Tammy McCrary's house, who uh, once uh, let me hear the foot footloose soundtrack. Cause I was in the, I was, I was in the, I was in, the, I was in the church. My dad was uh, dating a heathen <laughs> by uh, her letting me hear her footloose soundtrack, which is so hard. No, it's so perfect. It's so perfect. I mean, it makes sense, right? <laughs> Boy, precisely. <laughs> And kind so the whole, he, yeah. Well, um, I mean, that's kind of what the movie stopped, was about. Is uh, they stopped the dating. devil's work. Um, that was after I was listening to the um, Footloose soundtrack in her Mustang, like '84 Mustang. I don't even. Yeah, dude, it was off. Yeah, I. <laughs> there you go. Truly, man. God, we could just uh, turn this to tales from the trailer. Um, <laughs> I remember it was like probably eight, oh yeah, grade or so, and I had a couple friends that that lived in you know your your single wide Ooh. trailers kind of thing. Uh, one of them I spent the night oh, at his no. place and got fleas. That was a joy. Um. It d- just devoured like they had an infestation and that was oh, back shit. before they had stuff like just give your dog this pill and their coat turns into poison for them kind of thing and so oh god that was miserable but another one i remember he lived out in Bryan, texas uh he had moved out there his uncle was actually the guitarist i don't know in the original story. band hard case what? that i stole our band name from uh, I remember, you know, yeah, so, so I, so I, well, yeah, I mean, I've mentioned it to you. I mentioned it to you and, and Mark on a previous show, uh, guy had come over and he was super Southern, super cool. And he could just, at the time, Chuck, Chuck was my friend's name. Uh, I, I had my electric guitar that I had slaved away all summer to, to buy <laughs> And I would bring my guitar over, and Chuck had a guitar, guitar, and we would play guitars. And uh, his uncle showed up, who looked like straight up 
motorcycle club, you know, kind of Hell's Angel leather and shit like that. Uh, and he he would get out a guitar and he would he would shred on that thing, you know. And he you know would play songs from right Hard on. Case. Right and just. I always thought, oh, that's a pretty cool name. And so later on in life, I stole that for our band. <clears throat> but this <laughs> probably the the strongest tale from the trailer uh, from that episode. So Chuck had a cousin that was a girl that had gone to our school and uh she was not she was a brutal target for bullying um did not have the prettiest haircut uh had probably what was a homely face that she was still growing into at the time and um yep but she had aged a year or two Right. from the days that she had been bullied and genetics had blessed her with a huge fucking rack by then. And there was this weird taboo episode. She was hanging out with me and Chuck in her room. And, uh, I remember like we're talking about her titties and he oh reaches out God. and kind of like pokes them and says, yeah, this is a happiness. Oh and this my is joy. God. No. And, and I'm like thinking, dude, that's your cousin, you what? know. And of course, at that age, you know, you're just full of hormones, and he's just thinking with his dick kind of thing. Wait a minute, well, cock anyway, blocker? That's his cousin. Cock blocker, eighth grade Craig swooped in and ended up uh, getting things going. Well, you know, he was clearly interested, but I didn't care. I just kind of, you know, made a move on her anyway, and. She and I were fooling around wow. and I guess making out probably um, later on while Chuck was oh probably you know, in bed with lights off and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, life in the trailer, man. He he wanted uh, he wanted to fool around with that too. What? I'm sure. And it, this was so bad. Like I remember, like back in school, kids used to call her Rambo as a nickname. And she yeah, just she went with, with it. it. Like, That's I think that she actually signed my yearbook, Rambo, um, kind of thing. And I was like, how sad is that? That, like, you just runs kind of, than blood. you know, <laughs> yeah, well, I guess this is me, kind of thing. But. That's amazing. Ah. That's horrible. Well, <laughs> Rambo I mean, has some titties on her, though. Time. That's for That's, sure. Uh, I can't imagine the um, stress she was under. I mean, no I, other real like, tales from the trailer. I think everybody though. should, like, have a. Well, and if you if attention. you're being told you're ugly yeah. for most of your life, yeah, I imagine I, yeah. it felt great to her to just to have somebody kind of want her, yeah, to have the attention. It's kind not. Of thing, so. It's so foolish that that one it, it, there's there's this really gray area, and I think that that what we're experiencing right now is this like black and white checkers kind of uh, game for you know, uh, control or, uh, and, and I, I totally understand that, but to some degree, you have to grow a thick skin. Like I grew up pretty much without a mom. Um, you know, I was a latchkey kid and I took my lickings. I got beat up in school and I didn't tell a fucking soul. So what? Yep. 
You know, I didn't. I could have gone to the the principal. I could have gone to anybody. Now I gotta have a lawsuit. Like fuck you. Just grow the fuck up. And I mean, I think the <laughs> parents, to some degree, need. I mean, look, if your kid had this going on, you know, I, I'd be, you know, if it was my kid, I'd be drawing guns. I, I would be honest. Like, I would be, like, straight up in their face. I'm just saying, would you... You gotta specify, because you're, you're losing if me here. Sienna so g- give me, a, like, trouble, an example of Would you let her about. fight her own fight, or would you intervene? I know. I know. That's a tough one, man. It's a different world nowadays, um, for one thing. And, you know, I say that, and I'm thinking back to, you know, I still remember waiting outside of the school grounds of one of my schools, having been told that, you know, there was literally a gang coming over to jump one of my friends and a bunch of his friends, and we were there and had knives in our hands just waiting for them. And that was back. That was back when you know you weren't going through metal detectors. Right. Nobody yeah, gave yeah, a yeah. fuck if you brought a knife to school. You know, I I still remember playing with the butterfly knives in the halls and stuff like that. And um, although eventually I yeah, think they had rules where no, you know, you can't have those, but you still had them. You just didn't take them out where the teachers and the principals could see. You know, you, um, so it's. It's weird because we lived in a world of more potential danger back then. You had rifles in the back of your trucks, you know, from guys that went hunting on the weekends and stuff like that. But psychologically, I don't think we as children were as willing to utilize those tools. So we're we're talking about uh, people pulling out their fists. Kids are now. Um, The the the. I think the rub is when do you when does protection right. become a part of 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 uh, over protection? Like when do I you know my protection of my daughter become when you're protect it, someone comes at your daughter and you lay him down, you throw him down, you you or you you know you just hit him or he knock him unconscious or whatever, and you're the one. That's now in custody. You're the one taken uh, to jail. Well, I've st- I started teaching my daughter to fight uh, probably over a year ago, actually. So she still she still you know knows and you know wants to practice every once in a while and stuff like that. So I'm trying to get that equipment in her head early. And some of the stuff that I have to teach her is kind of specialized. And I have to give warnings, be like, Sienna, doing this is really, really really confusing when your dad's teaching you to do something that you're not supposed to do. However, you need to defend yourself. uh, However, if this situation comes up and she's got to compute (laughs) that in her head. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just don't want it to tap come out, out anytime. Playtime, be like, oh yeah, my daddy showed me this. Yeah. 
um, kind of thing. <laughs> right. <I love> it. <laughs> you can scream now. Um, but in terms of defending what do you mean her, by it's, articulation. So it, nowadays it's all about articulation, right? And so if I. Well, yeah, but so you're not going to be there painting to a not scenario let that where somebody's trying to attack my daughter. First of all, I wouldn't let that happen. I would be stepping in front of that. Well, if I'm not going to be there, okay. then it's kind of a moot point. It's a question that I can't answer. Uh, the answer is no, I wouldn't protect her because I wouldn't be there kind of thing. Um, but if I'm there and able, um, hell yeah, I'm going to stop somebody from hitting her. And the thing is... Your, your legal phrases that you want to re remember is, uh, you know, I feared for her life. I feared for my life. Right. I used the force appropriate to eliminating the threat to her well-being from serious physical harm and or death kind of thing. Because that is going to be what gets you out of hot water. As I can I can say, look, she's four. Even just a yeah. light tap or medium tap from from an adult or a young adult could kill her. Or in the traffic, uh, uh, they could a, just knock her over into plane? a curb. Yeah, and I'm there yeah. with a dead child and a, a destroyed life. <clears throat> I'm not going to even. T yeah, yeah, I'm not going to take the chance. And besides that, she she is the center of my universe. So um, that that's the unspoken thing that I would not let out in court. She's my then, fucking you know, daughter. You're going to try to seize upon yeah. that and go, oh, so you were emotionally compromised whenever you made this decision? No, no. Yeah, you're oh you're God. not you're Who not going to trick Ugh. me into spending ten years of her life in jail. I know, I know, America, but, I know. Um, yeah, yeah, he'll he'll. Yeah, but th He'll that's their job. That. I mean, ask your brother. Ask your brother. You know, but he's he, an attorney. I'm sure he's seen some ridiculous that's shit. Thing. That's the cool thing is that yeah. he's defending the person that's being indicted. So, it's kind of a nice background uh, ambience. Chill out, buddy. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's not digging this. <laughs> You're not talking to me. Growling. Why are you staring into that <laughs> microphone? Minor reverb here. Um, I I thought the coolest ambiance actually was from the the Camp Cornhole Two podcast, where you could actually hear the crickets chirping loudly in the background. There, I'm like, oh, yeah, I still I listen so to that too. show. And they like um, takes me back, man. man. Think about the, those camping nights. It's the best. It's just the best. Really hope you're able to make the next one. You've had a rough ride. Yeah. Hmm. 
Do you ever get angry that you're in your 40s and working in a customer service type field? No. Good for you. Oh, we need to... Cool. Yeah. I, I was just, I was just pondering that because it's like I was thinking and the way I'm wired, I like to think I'm pretty easygoing, but my God, I'm really glad that I got away from that because I have a feeling that I would reach a certain age where I would have zero fucks to give. And I'd be like, you know what, if I were still working for that computer company, for example, and somebody's trying to rip well, me a sure. new ass there's, on the there's phone a- because – this isn't working, and I paid so much. I would money love to say that I'm working in my dream job, and I'm sorry, shit um, happens. You know, Time <laughs> one Warner of those just up my podcast moments, and, uh, and uh, I know you can't do that uh, when your livelihood depends on it, whatever. too. You know, look, man, there's plenty of people not living their dream, but living their dream outside of their uh, their job. So, look, I'm still in hospitality. I'm fucking great at it. I'm gonna find this. Um, it, it's it's right. It's fine. Um, I I, I don't know. I don't think that mm-hmm. I'm meant to be a a bartender, even at this level, which is insane. It's like studying for the SATs. It's it's. I'm not kidding, man. I'm making flashcards. It's I'm getting tested. It it's amazing, and not for STDs. I'm just saying. It's I've got. I've got so I've got tests coming up um where um like if someone <laughs> orders a French 75 like I need to know the exact build for that and it's there's no <laughs> those right. are weekly so there's there's no um um uh, there's no acceptable minimum like you have to get it right right and that's cool you don't want to there like a dumbass um, that's what I signed up for at least I didn't know that I was signing up for this. Um, truth be told, um, it's like you're. <clears throat> Truly. Right. And um, so. Well, yeah, I mean, I, both you and I thought we were going to be in the I, music industry. I get immediate you know, satisfaction when someone kind of drinks one of my cocktails. It didn't really says, work out for either one of us. That's an awesome cocktail. That it was beautiful. Oh, nice transition, my friend. Well, we're coming up on the, on the holidays. Uh, all right. Well, speaking and of, do you have an read. awesome holiday cocktail um, recipe? You might be able to share. The with most us? complicated for last, but most of these are really fairly, uh, uh fairly uh, innocent and fairly uh, simple. First of all, the Negroni. It's the. Ne- <laughs> it's called the. I'm gonna spell this one out. N e g. N e g r o n i Negroni. What did you call me? You racist bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is great because um, it's got spice. Okay. Um, and I think that uh, the holidays kind of call for uh, heavier <laughs> and more boozy cocktails. Yeah. 
I, you know, you got to be careful who you hand because if you so fuck I up had that a bartender order, the other day tell me let's say you hand it to a black person that um, didn't ask that for it he had a Can guest come in oh yeah here's your Negroni and he wanted what? the uh, <laughs> the I ordered a beer drink. man <laughs> what the fuck is this. <clears throat> All right, so you understand? Yes, um, he he didn't he didn't clear he didn't clearly get what? Um, There's the, a racist the trick. Oh, okay, I got you. But it's a Negroni. <laughs> That's like I get okay. This is Does essentially it, the, the great thing about this. Yes, and I got it. all the other drinks that I'm gonna present to you is the ease of uh, making these. Right. Took a while for the train of thought to get right. out of the station. So yeah. <laughs> easy right. and boozy, right? So, um, it's uh, two parts gin. You're gonna want to get out right, and like easy. go to your, you know, uh, your <clears throat> your okay uh, place where you buy booze and get some get some sweet vermouth. If you can get Carpano Antica, by the way, delicious on its own. Carpono Antica Sweet Vermouth. Pick up some beef eater. It's a delight. And Campari. Campari's been around for fucking... Okay. 100 years. It's one part each. It's the easiest... Hmm. Easiest uh, cocktail out there, and it's delicious. All right. <clears throat> so here's what you want to do. One ounce gin, one ounce sweet vermouth, one ounce Campari. If you're making this for a party, any special prep all you for have the glass, to do you is need like one a fruit zest. Or? If you're pull, pull, pulling in a, a a bottle of each, pulling a, bar, a bottle of each into a bowl, and you got a punch. Just chill it down, and you've got if. What's that? All right, so you've got um. Yar also want to like put some uh, like little oh, orange shit. twist in it. Uh, so what does it taste like? Uh, but all the flavors there. What does it taste like? So it's a it's an aro we call uh, an aromatic drink. Um, the Campari is going to add a bitter component. Uh, the vermouth is going to add a sweet component. So you'll see a trend in most of the. Um, uh, uh, cocktails that that I present that they have a sweet and a and a um, a bitter component, right? So it's about balance. Gin. Most people just say they hate gin. No, you don't. You don't drink gin really generally on its own because it's just really aromatic and kind of bitter. Um, so that's why we put in the vermouth, which is kind of sweet, and the Campari. Right. Um. You can express some uh, uh, some some orange zest over it, um, and put it over ice, and you're good to go. That's the Negroni, gin, sweet vermouth, Campari. You're good to go. Yes. All right. <clears throat> And folks, don't feel the need to rewind and scribble this down. We're going to put this on the website, too. So if you go to wrongsirwrong.com, 
Uh, underneath this episode, we're going to go ahead and put the recipe. We're going to start doing that for all of the uh, specialty drinks That's that it? James That's, has you been don't kind want another, enough to uh, share with us uh, throughout the shows. Cool. I'm going to have to try that out, the Negroni. Um, all right. Now, so <clears> my final this one's topic a, that a I want to get A little more challenging, and I, will, I promise I won't take any more uh, oh, too much oh, I'm more sorry. time. I didn't, I didn't know you had one. another. I thought, it, I thought we were just you know, giving, giving one. Uh, yeah, hit me um, up with And it's not a racist cocktail. It's not. Stop. I'm going to stop you right there. There's also called a pink lady. Um, okay. But the, the white lady, if you're feeling adventurous, and here's wow. the thing about one the white lady. One end of the spectrum to the other. Is it's, a, it's an egg white <laughs> cocktail, which means it's, a call, it's called a sour. And... <laughs> I haven't set of an ingredient yet, and you are already poo-pooing it. If I'm feeling adventurous, I will uh, not be going for you. the white lady. And so, that. so this is a very, I would say, a luxurious cocktail, very textural. Um, no, I am already making cocktail. sex jokes, but go ahead. If you really want to up your ante, <laughs> and I don't mean you're a real ante, like. Anti up. <laughs> okay. All right. This is going to require. <laughs> so this is not a cocktail so that I should prepare five, for a well, uh, for a young woman in a trailer. The main Rambo, one is right? going to be it's... gin, of course. The second one is going to be in rural Texas. Is that what you're telling me? A little bit too high. So end. if you haven't done an egg white cocktail before, um, you include all the ingredients with the egg white. If you know, gotcha. figure it out, just just YouTube it, YouTube it. Yeah, and um, and you you dry shake it, right? You just shake it with all the ingredients without the ice. You're gonna add um, three quarters lemon. Not the shell. Uh, three quarters simple. Simple syrup. It's so easy to make. That's why it's called simple syrup. If you have it, some Angostura uh, bitters. You can find it at Kmart, uh, Kroger's, your local grocery store. Uh, Two-ounce okay. gin. And you, you just dry shake it. You need some tins for that, but whatever. If you can just like swirl it around with some spoons, whatever. Wegmans. Um, then you put the ice in, shake the shit out of it if you can, and you have a white lady. And you just sprinkle a little uh, Angostura uh, bitters on top, and you have your sour. Um, some would call it a. Um, Oh gosh, what's the what's the word for it? Um, no, it's it's simply called a a, a a a sour. It's a sour, but the egg white adds this like um sil silky kind of texture, and makes it like it just warms your stomach. It's so beautiful, and anybody that's yeah. worried about um. Uh, Molecules or uh, fucking uh, uh, bad. Hmm. <laughs> uh, um, oh gosh, uh, like 
fungus or uh, like, um, god damn it. I'm giving the microphone a very strange um, look E. coli right or anything like Bad that. Mo- molecules. The, um, the alcohol burns all of that off. So you're good to go. Yeah. So even if you're Prego and you want a, you want a boozy po- cocktail, then by all means. Okay. All right. And if you haven't. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Right. Negroni and, and the white lady. Negroni, that was not the, planned. Negroni ladies and gentlemen. first, and then the white lady, then you're technically getting some interracial action in your stomach. <laughs> oh, my God. In fact, in fa- we're getting banned right. for this. And maybe 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 you should maybe you should make that a thing. Like a Negroni followed by a white lady. Yeah, I'd like an interracial. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh like I said, right. we'll put those recipes up on the website uh later wrong so wrong if you're curious and you want to try out those nice what holiday f- drinks. How the hell did um, you I've got a final what? question. And it, it's personally relevant here. All right, so the polyamorous kind of cultures, right. you know, like your Mormons and shit like that. One guy, multiple wives. There's no, there's no, no, there's no common ground. I just, I, this is on Absolutely. my list. I want to get it out. If you were presented with the opportunity to <laughs> no, be is the, no is in the such answer. an arrangement, the answer is no. Would you? No. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no well, can you answer the question? Hold on. Is it no or yes? Absolutely not. Okay. All right. There was no hesitation there either. Um, I'm kind of not so sure now. Um, so, as I mentioned before, my wife has okay. this really hot really cool divorced single mom friend really and really? uh greg it kind of feels like there's a little bit of a spark there you know my yeah. wife jokes around like i wouldn't care you know if you two fooled around kind of thing it's kind of half a joke uh given her well you know Give, no, given the things that she oh said Oh, my God. Before. I can't believe we're talking about this. It seems and, so... Uh, and seems so, so now the running joke between us three is like, oh, yeah, you know. No, I'm not she, poo-pooing the, the idea. It just, like, it seems really uncomfortable for me to comment on this. Hold See, on. Before you there, poo-poo on the idea, look at the upsides. Look, there's there's another channel for companionship. <laughs> if one store is closed for business, you've got the one right next door. Um, okay. The women are getting more help from I've each seen, other. I've seen. I've seen in terms oh, the, of oh, gosh, the childcare, AMC movie or a, a series, and and the housework. More. Um, so they're not love. in that alone. Multi-love something? Well, I and see, yeah, what good breaking Amish or whatever. I or no, not breaking Amish. Um, that is a show though. Uh, 
there, there's yeah i know it's, it's yeah it's, it's they, there's total, one there's one about that, that's yeah, the thing that guy's man fucking nuts he's got it's a total it, soap like, opera five different wives or some shit like that and like gee shocker one of them feels neglected kind of thing i don't think it would work with that many good god and somehow he has so much money that they all have their Maggie. own house. Well, I'm sure they make it into a soap opera for TV, too. Uh, but you do bring up a good point. Could I endure twice the nagging? Um, God, once their cycles get synchronized. I don't even remember what he did. That could get me. ugly in a hurry. I, I mean, uh, and then the other, the other part of it is there's no yeah. way I can shoulder the expense. I remember. You know, some of the costs would stay the same. They were diabolical to each other. It was a, it was a fucking soap opera. I found it fascinating. I don't think it ever came up. It was just like I honestly don't. I don't know. I don't know why he did. Too much real life. I kind of want. That's that's when I kind of wanted to go off onto um, uh, Battlestar Galactica, (laughs) and you know what I mean. I just kind (laughs) of. You kept up with it longer than I did, but I just you know. I know. I mean, what's there? You go. Lose yourself in some fantasy. Uh, they did a really good job of casting that. Um, it's like holy shit. Casting that I show. I, I talked to a friend of mine. And the Asian uh, into girl. watching that. And uh, every other female member recently. of the cast. Um, uh, Johnny Lang, actually. Even the president, uh, a little bit. Yeah, and um, he was. Uh, oh shit! No, I'm sorry. I lied. It wasn't Johnny. It's a guy named Sam at work and this guy is like he's a very and i hope oh yeah i hope he'll never listen to this um <laughs> right well he's almost there uh he's a kind of a diminutive diminutive guy but he's a monster at the bar like he's really if good he will at what he, he won't be listening I, all the way I, I to so the admire end of the show. i'm really glad to be um uh part of the team <laughs> with him um but he started watching uh, Battlestar Galactica, the the reboot, and he was like, "Dude," and it's rare that you get. I mean, how many times have you said, "Hey, you need to watch this," to someone? And Well, that or you tell a friend like, "Oh, you gotta watch this movie." Yeah, you gotta see it tastes this, very. Uh, my parents are always telling me like, and three or four um, different TV it never shows comes I need back. to watch, and I'm like, and he I don't came watch back to me and said, TV, "Thank you." you know? It was so satisfying because it's not like I directed or right. had the idea for the show. It was just that I shared it with him, and <clears throat> he came hmm. back and said. We're on the same page. I know what you're. I know what you. I know what you meant when you said you got to see the blah blah blah. Now, what if what if these two I ideas don't collided? Know the answer to that. Battlestar Galactica universe was nothing but like guys with five or six girlfriends <laughs> and or wives 
for for someone in your galaxy, absolutely. There's there's got to be some some cosplay or something some like. It's got a theme of that. You can actually uh, <laughs> have uh, some intimate relations with uh, Starbuck. Star vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's not. Well, eh. <laughs> the Cylons just had these huge cod. Dude, okay, what's so back, so what's back there. I I had this <laughs> huge debate in my mind the other day. I've no, had but two, my 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 wife lovers. and her friend keep on in occasionally the making these jokes. Three years that that asked me. No, uh, yeah, but that that had uh, I'm qualifying it. That had asked me what what my uh fantasies if I had a fantasy. Oh, really? I thought you were hitting And more I think than I that. fucked up. I think uh, I really effed up here, man. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 401k, right. you know, a steady flow of uh, disposable income <laughs> and all that stuff. Okay. My fantasy is really to have a nice steady job. Yeah, fuck and <laughs> But I think they were Health asking insurance. for a <laughs> I think they wanted me to say, have you asked ever? Maybe, maybe the next my time own happens, like wine bar at the I'm house. I'm going to ask her. Like some, I don't know. Have you ever, ever kissed another girl? That's what that's gonna be Fuck my yeah. my go to. If I don't care about the person, no. But would you? Yeah. Would you? Would you? Would you kiss another girl? Would you kiss another girl in front of me? Would you ever kiss her? There you go. She's gonna her? say yes because pretty much every girl has kissed another girl nowadays. But no. Um, I was close. I was I was really close. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So uh, I'll call my girlfriend Karen. H- have you Have you and never been in a three way? We've before? been out uh, dancing downtown no. in in uh, what uh, happened? Fucking Nashville. Okay. Yes. Yes, and uh, we met this couple. And we were dancing. Oh, was, so this was know, the like, girlfriend that you had back whenever I knew you. Dark hair. And they gave us pills. Okay, gotcha. And I was like, I'm not doing this. And she was like, uh, they're pretty trustworthy. Let's do it. Yeah. <clears throat> it was like, let's, we got, let's, let's, let's go back to our, <laughs> let's go up, go back to our place. And I've never told this story to anybody. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> you guys just met him that night? Place. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't remember. They seem, they the, seem good to me. It was the mall. It was like midway from Nashville to Murfreesboro. Anyway. And um, so we went back. And I wasn't feeling anything. And uh, Karen. Um... Okay. And the other couple, we kind of like started kind of all kind of making out. Um, but we were first also. No, no, no. Because I was making out with her girl too. Um, but um, there was another guy that was there. And he was DJing. And you weren't pissed off? 
Nah, as this know, other guy was making out with your dick? like your woman. <laughs> oh shit! Maybe that'd be the. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe that could be the... Nobody uh, wants an extra uh, dick. He was what? <laughs> the pod. No, no, no. Nobody he, wants that. No, Craig, Craig, he lived there. Six balls this, is this too much, sir. could potentially be the title of the podcast. Uh, fifth dick. No, but I was so... I was so much he, more he essentially he showed up to the potluck with doing. paper so plates and some mustard. I don't know. That was it. Um, and maybe I was just too drunk. I don't know. Um... But we, uh, okay. I, I started, uh, like, sort of DJing with this dude. Let's call him Brian. And uh, he was super cool. What's that? It was in his bedroom, and there, and then the other three were in um, uh, Brian, uh, the Gary's extra guy bedroom. that lived there. Okay. So the extra guy uh, that lived yeah, there, not the guy that was making out. They're all kind of making out. I'm, I'm so absorbed in what um. Is it Brian? Anyway, what the DJ is doing? Because I'm just like he's he's fucking magical, and maybe I am high. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. You're yeah. you're busy with DJ Unst, and meanwhile Gary. Well, wait for it. Uh, Gina wait for and it, Karen are getting it on right. in the so, other room. We're about wow. We're, yeah, you showed um, up with a turkey uh, and just Gary left it on the table, like, and then <laughs> and then left the house. You didn't even partake. Records. I'm, right, I'm not right. kidding. He has two. He right. has two spinning. How did we not uh, tell this story going. at the beginning of the show? And. Uh, I think he's he's on like shrooms or acid or something, um, but he's <laughs> feeling it right. And so I'm just like, "How do you do this?" And I'm trying to figure it out and uh, just asking questions, having a lot of fun, realizing that my girlfriend at the time uh, is in <laughs> the other room with another couple. <laughs> <laughs> DJ <sighs> Cockblocker. So <laughs> this DJ was the ultimate Maybe wingman. Your title. He took you um, out of the equation. Well, it turns out so um, that his so buddy I, I could go rail into the bedroom. I'm getting tired, but I'm still horny as shit. Um, <laughs> shit, I'm 24 years old. I don't remember. And um, oh we're all kind of all over each other. Uh, oh, shit, yeah, D microphone. Uh, we're all over each other. And um, uh, <laughs> Brittany all of a sudden says, Mark, you do this all the time. You do this every time. I can't stand it. I'm not going to do this anymore. And I'm like, no, 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 Tiffany. It's okay. It's okay. This is this is this the is other a girl. safe place. This is a... I know. I know. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Why tonight? Sorry, Why? I start Why recording couldn't she for a just second. be a yeah, team player tonight? <clears throat> Sorry, I got it. I, I I got all that. It um and um it's like you do this all the time. And then I'm like, 
Well, holy shit. Um, bullet dodged. Oh, no, I don't want to do this oh. with a, a pair that's doing this all, all right. the time. So I pull uh, my girl. I'm going to call her Linda for now. Um, <laughs> like, we're, we're out of here, Karen. Yeah. And, um, and we fucking left. Lifestyle swingers. And yeah. 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 I was such an asshole. I was like, I don't think I can be with someone that could be with someone else. Formerly known as Karen. That's what I said. No. No, I didn't. Wow. That was leverage. I was an asshole. I was a fucking dick. I was a dick. That was oh that wow. Was so you left her after that. Then. Um so and and so Karen, no. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've already said that and we've gone our separate ways, but um yeah, that was the 22-year-old even though you were on board with it. And uh, wow. So uh years went past and um she actually Karen actually said to me that she met she yeah uh I ran into uh Brittany, whatever her fucking name is. <laughs> no, uh she did. It's this is in Nashville. <laughs> Fuck you. She ran into her in in uh in Nashville at um a place yeah, we Eric used to Woods go. Ran into. That's where we well, one of the right. places we I'm sure it was just randomly at the Texaco anyway. station. Yeah. And uh <laughs> she said sorry. <laughs> Uh, Brittany said, uh, "That's that wasn't me. I, I'm sorry that we 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 went through that, and uh, they had a drink together, and that's that's all I know at this point. But I was that was a while ago. It was weird, man. Like I didn't even. Uh, I was like." I got, I got into the room and we started getting into Man. it and then um DJ Cockblocker and just everything Gary, went to hell. you can't you do this all the time like it's like <clears throat> modern day Greek tragedy this guess is Guess what my response was Dude maintain <laughs> dude <laughs> Maintain don't lose this moment I wanted I wanted to play some like <laughs> Chuck Mangione or something like that. It's like you just got to keep it cool, man. It's all right, all good. <laughs> Don't lose your erection. <laughs> I'm looking right at it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and then you hear, "What is love, <laughs> baby?" I don't, don't know. Hurt I probably would have kissed him. I, don't fuck, hurt I, me you know. no more. I yeah I, I mean they were they were really oh cool god couple. and then what if both um, girls I mean yeah left. it was one of those things where you like fuck we nuts. were connecting and they go and over and start sucking DJ Cockblockers cock the boys and, <laughs> you were pretty enamored um, with them it sounds yeah, like I, I probably would have made out with a dude sure my mom <laughs> cannot hear of this ever. You gotta take that shit up. Yeah, I, I... <laughs> Ever. She won't make it to Hello, the end of the show either. Um, 
I think that the hey, next man, time that my wife and her friends joke around it, about have this, you, have you ever asked just her? Say, um, and you don't have. To I just. I think this. I'm going to say, let's um, give it a but try. Have you asked her if she has a fantasy? <laughs> let's give it a try. Let's start off with a couple back rubs. Just see where it goes. Pizza. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. Her fantasy. This is gonna be weird. Her fantasy. Dude, at least oh my god. Say, she. Uh, but dude, I gotta to tell be, you, dude. She. Because uh, we haven't had sexual conversations for quite some time. It used to be watching. She me wants incriminating evidence. That's what she wants, dude. Don't do it. Conditions. Conditions, not Thank in person you for being smart on video, but she needs the other girl to know that like I'm hers. Yes, that sounds dangerous as shit. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> um, you think? But no, that and that that she told me like even back when we were way healthy. So I don't think she's just fishing for incriminating evidence. I don't know, um, man. I think it's kind of a kink of That's, hers, but I think it could get me in a shitload of trouble. I'd be like, okay, but you're making it, it a video go, first for me no, saying this is okay. No good way for you. <laughs> I think that's you did that. that's how that would have to go if she were to get the video now. <clears throat> and look, look what he did to this poor no, woman. No, just just even even being in that that <laughs> situ- just being in the situation, man. And I know how much it sucks, but hey. Hey, we're 44. What, the, the video uh, with a random woman I can, or uh, I can choke one saying, hey, let's give the uh, triad a try. Minutes, so I'm, I'm still okay. Oh, okay. Um, I don't need. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't need to be connected to another human being. Holy shit. Man, you're trapped. I, I hate that you. I, it seems like you're trapped. <laughs> that really, really sucks. There's always the flashlight. Hell no. Oh, God. Yeah, you got to figure that out the oh, puzzle. Fuck. There, there's got... I feel like I'm, I'm, in, I'm in one of the escape room, you know, uh, businesses that are springing up. Yeah. There's, there's got to be... Yeah, no, there's got to be... It, Escape room isn't the right metaphor. There's got to be a solution to it. Like I, I haven't gotten to the point where I just think, well, it's fucked and it can't if be. If it's gotten, if it's gotten that bad, um, and, but the frustrating you, thing is that every time start, I do steps like, that logically should get like, me closer to questions and getting a better answers state, it and doesn't. recording and that's that stuff. where you're asking me to be in. with it's another like, woman. You're asking me for a divorce. You're asking me for this. No, that's in your defense, man. You you have uh, to defend yourself. She's going to come after you, brother. Oh, well, no, no, no. This is this is all about defense right now. I don't see how starting a recording would go over well in any one Sounds of those like scenarios. No.
Uh, I don't think we're at Dude, a hostile you're, point. You're so yeah. Yeah, I I love you um, so much. I, uh, man, I you know, Craig, I, I love you so much. Like I said, she's I, being I just, very sweet. I want to protect you. She I, adores me as long as I, <laughs> I'm not in the same room with her. I, um, if I was, and, and a, part of me a, wonders um, if that's like attorney, a maintaining appearances um, thing. But. A lawyer in, in New York, I, 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 that would be my ideal job right I'm now. Not making out with you, no matter also, what I could, kind of like, music is playing. It's... Oh, an attorney in New York, in the state of New York, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that, and I could lead you like uh, do some really good uh, wine Divorce pairings from, for your uh, for your food. So yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but honestly, Shit. man, take that L set, baby. Make it happen. She's being terrible. You're not too old. She's being like it's crucial that you like hire. Oh there my go. god. This is like some serious shit. I just think that it, there's there's nothing bad about, um, uh, bun- buttoning up the the batches like and <clears throat> having having a defense, like and having and having a potential for offense as well, like she. I understand. All right. So there, there's a there's a mind shift. You think she hasn't done that already? There's a mindset shift that has to happen for me to change to okay. I'm going to slip. She a phone seems in my so manipulative. It just seems and like try that's to start up a conversation to get some. You know. Oh, I don't think she has no. I know, and you don't want to believe and it. I'm such a. All right, we'll talk about. Honestly, I'll talk about the rest. Of that such there. an easygoing person, she wouldn't get anything from right. me. And I, I, I think she just gets angry, man. I think she gets stressed out, and I think that I'm kind of the target for it. Um. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, coconut that. All right, people, like uh, say, we've already exceeded um, our uh, typical two-hour uh, time limit, so if you've hung on this legal. entire time, we appreciate it. Um, this this isn't uh, Gary some, Goldwater uh, quality, uh, but we had a couple of moments. Legal there, squab right? that you'd like to uh, share with us, go to wrongsirwrong.com. Um, also, um, if you have some ideas, <laughs> uh, some ideas that you'd like to – uh, for us to squabble uh, around with, that'd be awesome as well. Wrongsorwrong.com. And uh, I guess that's it. There you go. Old man Craig. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Larry and his yoga pants at Gmail. If you want to just email yeah, us. Yeah, man. Too. Hope you enjoyed it. All right. Talk uh, soon. Well, James, I appreciate you taking the time, brother. I'm going to try to wrap it up, get a little bit of sleep. Jesus, it's nearing midnight already. Um, but I'm sure we'll talk again soon. But we uh, at least got another one in the can for our good buddies in Japan. Right? Well, right. when does he get it? He doesn't. Out. Why not? Because he broke the rules. What rules? We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie? Wrong, sir. Wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong. Wrong, sir.